Hello, everybody. Welcome to The Tagenda, your weekly plus recap of the pop culture shit you need to know so that you're not boring. My name is Tatenda and I'm your host, so let's hop to it. And welcome to a brand new episode of the Tagenda. We are coming at you two Tagenda Tuesdays in a row. I'm so proud of me. I'd like to thank me for keeping my promises to you for a full 14 days. I'm feeling real good about it. Um, I'm so excited about this week. We have a number of things to talk about, mostly goss, not that many sads. But before we get started, a few housekeeping notes. There's a new Instagram channel. For those of you who don't read the email, which is probably many of you, and that's totally fine, we can now be found on Instagram at the Tagenda. So please give us a follow, like, comment, share. You can reach me on there and ask any questions you would like. Um, I'm very excited about this channel. and putting time into it, so please interact with it. Let me know what kind of content you want to see in between weeks. I'm sure I can drum some stuff up. Second, I now have podcast expenses. Who knew? And I've always had expenses. They just were kind of nominal. And now we're moving from nominal to not as nominal. So happy to always do this podcast. It brings me a lot of joy. But in case you would like to support this podcast, we now have a means for you to do so. There is a Patreon page. Patreon? Patreon? I'm going to Google how to say that. But you can find us at patreon.com slash the Tagenda. Um, there are two levels of membership. One is simple three bucks a month. You just want to support us. Easy going. We're just friends. If you want to do a little more, we have a second tier of membership called We're Besties. It's six bucks a month. And within that, you will get access to special content, one piece of which is already up in case you decide to join at that membership level today. And then you will be able to request long form content and I will be putting out more long form content, but behind that paywall. So if you want to support this podcast, please do. If not, don't. It's completely up to you. I would just love if you could, you know, me out a little bit but again if it's well outside of your means you don't think it's worth it that's fine but if you choose to please support the agenda and all right now that we're done with the messaging let's hop to it the sads in very sad news actor michael lerner has passed away at the age of 81 he passed away on april 8th from complications from brain seizures and although you may not know his name you most certainly probably know his face I recognized him from playing Mel, the dad, on Clueless, the TV series. He's also appeared in X-Men, Days of Future Past. So our thoughts are with his family. Time for the goss. In very bombastic Taylor Swift news, we learned this week that Taylor Swift and her boyfriend, Joe Alwyn, broke up. Allegedly, this breakup happened three weeks ago. Um, fans started to notice that he wasn't at any of the tour dates and they quietly announced that they broke up and that the romance had run its course. This was easily, I think, one of Taylor's more low-key relationships. I had no clue who this dude was. I still actually don't even know what this dude does except for get writing credits on her last couple of albums because he participated in making them. But it's been a very low-key romance. They've been together for six years. And now Taylor is again in her single era. I don't think we may ever find out what happened in this relationship. But, you know, I think Taylor's got a worldwide tour. She's got a super successful album. And hopefully she's able to recover from the heartbreak well. And hopefully I don't need to know who Joe Alwyn is anymore. Yeah. Bye, boy. Boy, bye. In other pretty big music news, 
Ariana Grande went on her Instagram story and did a direct-to-camera post, which is rare. Homegirl does not do this often. And in the post, she was talking about fans' reactions to her body and how her body at this size is healthy for her. And I have many thoughts about this. But first and foremost, what the fuck is wrong with people that they find it wholly acceptable to go on a person's page and just type out whatever the hell they think about their body and appearance? It is, even if expressing 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 concern, it's the internet. You're not friends with this person. She is a celebrity. She provides us with music. She she lives her life and, and she provides us entertainment. But I don't know her. You don't know her. Fans don't know her. And while certainly fans may have thoughts or be concerned, share those with your friends. Share them with me. But what on earth are people doing typing on an Instagram story about this woman's body or anybody's body for that matter? Stop it. So Ariana, and I felt really bad for her in this moment, had to explain how when she was bigger, she didn't feel that she was healthy because she had gained weight for a number of reasons, including being on antidepressants and being very, very sad. And let's not forget that several years ago, or not even several years ago, there was a terrorist attack at one of her concerts that killed her fans. Okay, that'll do a number on anyone's mental health. And so good on her for taking care of that privately, but the fact that she's been able to get off this and and now she is thinner, people are very concerned. I think we need to assume always that people in their bodies are existing the best they can. And it is not up to us as a public or a fandom to comment on that body unless solicited directly for that. And by, I mean, literally that person saying, hey, at you Instagram, I care about you deeply. Could you please tell me your thoughts about my body? No, just no, we're not doing that. It is 2023 and we need to stop. So I I truly felt awful for her watching this a few times. And I just hope that she's able to be healthy and continue to produce her the art that brings us so much joy the girl can sing I can't wait not, cannot wait to see her in movies and musicals and for her to continue to bless us with her beautiful pipes but this is not it people need to quit I recently heard this and I don't know when it was announced but apparently HBO is producing a Harry Potter show and I don't understand why just why why are we doing this the books are magical the spinoffs have been okay. And maybe J.K. Rowling needs more money. But like she's problematic in her own right because she decides to discredit the existence of an entire group of people based on their gender identity. So I don't fucks with that. But I just don't understand why we're doing this. And I'm a huge Harry Potter fan. In case you're wondering, I'm a Slytherin. It's the end of an era. Um, as of today, which is Friday, April 14th, Ryan Seacrest did his last show on Live with Kelly and Ryan. Um, Kelly Ripa's husband, very attractive husband, Mark Consuelos, is taking over. But great job, Ryan. You took over a dynasty from Ridges Philbin, and I think it's a pretty big deal that he was able to carry on this show for so long and maintain its relevancy. So I'm excited to watch what Kelly does with the show. And by watch, I mean read about it because I don't ever watch. Last week, we did a pretty long royal family update. There was a lot to talk about. The coronation, the invitations, the lawsuit, Harry's secret visit. And now I have a bit of an update on the coronation. It turns out that Harry is going to be attending the coronation, but Meghan will be staying home. I have several thoughts about this. Um, And I'm going to share them with you because even though my thoughts are completely unimportant, it's my podcast and you're listening. I think the first is that this is the best compromise they could come up with, right? I think it's pretty clear that 
Megan was traumatized from her time in England and whether or not that's deserved like who cares what your opinion is on that like she obviously was not doing well after her time there two it's her son's birthday and I don't know if as a mother I would want to go back to a country that had it out for me in the press and a family that I felt left me out to the wolves and bring my mixed race son to be open to a lot of racist candor from the British media on his birthday, right? Like, why would I do that to my kid or myself? So I think it makes sense that Meghan would stay back with their son while Harry went and fulfilled this obligation because they're damned if they do and they're damned if they don't, right? Both of them don't show up. It's terrible. It's awful. Both of them do show up. They're taking attention. There's no winning here. So they might as well do what they believe serves them best. And I think Harry going will be very interesting for us to comment on and watch. So I'm glad he's going. <laughs> that sounds awful, but it's so true. Um, I have seen many different takes on this in the tabloids, the British tabloids, and it's just like not that very nice. It It's weird, and I just can't wait until this coronation actually happens. That way we have concrete things to talk about and not stupid speculation. Scans of all updates, it continues. And... Many of you probably don't know my process for this podcast, but I take notes in a notes app and then I put them into a Google Doc that will outline the show for the editor. And um, next to this bullet, it just says, what a fucking clown, because Tom Sandoval's a fucking clown. Um, he went on the Howie Mandel show um, in order to give his side of the entire affair. And... You don't need to listen to it. It's very painful. I tried to listen to it and I bailed out after about six minutes and then went to go watch all the clips that people were circulating. It's unbearable first and foremost because Tom is really terrible at speaking English. And I don't think I really understood how much Ariana, the girlfriend of nine years who he cheated on with Rachel, um, was helping him sound smarter than he is. The man really has difficulty speaking because... I think he's just trying to align his lies and his bullshit. So he just keeps saying like, um, like, like, you know, like, you know, like, and I don't, you know, like, I don't, I don't know. Um, two, Howie Mandel is a chump for not doing his research. He was asking about who key characters are on the show. So maybe he should listen to my podcast or maybe he should sign up for the betrayal. And that way he can get the full 10 minutes of the explanation of Sandoval. That way he doesn't sound like an idiot. I also was annoyed that Howie felt like, oh, Tom needs to share his side. Like, first off, he does so on his network. It just hasn't come out yet. And second, I think Howie didn't understand how much we don't really care about his side. So that happened. And then today, hot off the presses, reason I'm recording this a bit later is because Rachel has checked herself into a mental health facility. Now, this is a very sensitive topic, and we take mental health very, very seriously here. And many things can be true at the same time. One, I believe that, yes, she does need mental help. Like, I think she needs therapy from the episodes I've been seeing. Something is very not right with this girl. I don't think she processes emotions. I don't think she actually feels emotions, is capable of real empathy, or understands the emotional reactions that people have to shitty behavior I truly don't think she does and this is evident through many of her actions on the show before we even find out about the scandal so that's step one like yes she doesn't need mental health help like that is true I think the second thing that can also be true is that this is a calculated PR move to move her from evil villainess to sympathetic 
victim or person who needs help, right? Like celebrities do this all the time as a tactic to change the narrative about something shitty they did. They go to rehab or they go to a mental health facility. And it can both be true that a person needs to seek help and they are getting help and that their teams are using this as a way for them to garner sympathy. That way this person is no longer perceived poorly, right? Like there's no need for one or the other. All of these things can and I believe are happening at the same time. I think the third thing that we should keep in mind is that her team was very, very clear to say, one, give it to E.T., who is the outlet that has been reporting all of the Raquel news or Rachel news directly from her team. And second, that she is not there for any kind of substance abuse, right? Because if you let people think that it's substance abuse, because of how we view substance abuse in America, fewer people are going to have sympathy for that. Right. Um, And there's also no doubt in my mind that her and Tom Sandoval abuse cocaine. (laughs) A lot of it more so than everybody else. But that's a whole different conversation and complete speculation and and not based in any kind of actual knowledge. It is just me watching a show and, and seeing what I see. So, you know, rumor has it that she actually is not at a mental health facility, but is instead at a very ritzy spa in Arizona. I have not been able to confirm that. I have just seen that on Twitter and Reddit, so it's completely baseless gossip. Let me be very clear. Completely alleged, complete base, like not grounded in any kind of fact that I can find. But I will be keeping tabs on what happens next because I think this is a very interesting case study in how press can operate to change the narrative of certain people who are in the media. And I think it's not only restrictive to celebrity gossip, but also something that we notice in our political discourse and in just the national framework of how when something bad happens to someone or someone does something bad who we all want to be liked or respected we have this pivot and we have teams that spend a lot of money to figure out how is it that we can make this person look better so this is an opportunity where we get to think very strategically about our our pop culture and how it applies elsewhere and that thrills me it's why i have this podcast it's awesome and that is it for this week I'm trying out a little bit of a longer format. For those of you who have the joy of getting to see me in person in many different um, settings, I have been asking for feedback and I've heard that people like the longer format and not like more than five people. So we're trying it out. Let me know your thoughts. If you would like to tell me what you think about the longer format, you should DM me at the Tagenda on Instagram. That way we can have a chit chat. And if you have a request for us to talk more about anything that you heard here or other subjects that are in the news, Go on Patreon. Become a bestie. Let me know what you think, and then we can start developing some of that longer form content. I think it could be really fun, especially if you want me to talk more about how PR and pop culture news can help us understand the frameworks in our news a little bit better. I think that could be a fun long form content piece. So I actually might do that next week. (laughs) But thanks so much for listening, and I hope to kick it with you again next week. XOXO. Bye.